Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. So you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena? Well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Welcome to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, a hockey podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. This is a podcast where we talk about everything there is to know around the hockey world before either your favorite team or my favorite team drops the puck and get ready to do battle on the ice. If you'd like to know when future episodes air, please visit the Facebook page owned by our neighboring podcast, The Sports for Beginners Facebook page to be exact, at facebook.com slash sports for beginners dash podcast. And if you'd like access to early episodes, please visit anchor.fm slash the podcast is named once again that is anchor.fm for early access on the podcast let's get ready to drop the puck on the podcast I am Thomas Verberger, and today I'll be talking with one of my friends from high school, and her name is Rebecca Spratt. Now, for those who don't know, Rebecca happens to be a former soccer player from the St. Marcelina Secondary School women's soccer team, and she also happens to be a part of the women's Humber Hawks soccer team as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Rebecca Spratt. Rebecca, how are you doing today? And thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. It's great to see you and talk to you again. So yeah, I'm excited. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am doing very well. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so you mentioned you mentioned you like to work out as hobbies. So I guess one of the questions I w- would kind of ask you is, um, in ter- is in terms of a self-care, what kind of self-care tips do you take before working out or going on to the soccer field and doing what you love with with your soccer team like what 
when when I mean when I talk about self care, I mean like, what are some things you do before you get onto the soccer field, or go or go for a workout to keep yourself uh, in shape? But let's say. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another really good one, and I think self care is really important. So. To me, self-care would be just like taking care of my body. So before a game, you know, I'm making sure I'm getting a good warm up. I'm stretching so I don't get injured. Um, and then even it goes as far as like nutrition. So like making sure, you know, I'm eating healthy um, prior to a game or like before I work out. Um, and of course, it is always about balance. So, you know, you do want to treat yourself when you can. I think that is a big part of self-care too. Um, but especially on those like game days or anything like that, I really want to make sure I take care of my body. Um, and make sure I'm like fueling myself because I know I'll get a good workout or I'll burn some calories. So, so yeah. Okay. So, um, I'll... yeah, for sure. Well, I do want to give a huge shout out to Thomas. He's been my friend for so long now. And I was so honored that he asked me to do the interview. Thomas, you're such an amazing person. I'm so happy you're doing amazing things. So big shout out to you. And yeah, thank you everyone. This is amazing. All right, there she is. She's a true she's a true soccer legend and obviously a hard and obviously a hard worker, at least in my opinion, everyone. I am Thomas Rigger alongside my my good friend Rebecca, stalker friend, Link Crew, whatever it is she does that and until next time, remember to stay safe out there, think positively, and I will see you next time. Bye for now. Hello everyone, welcome to On the Ice Behind the Benches. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, and as you heard earlier in the recording, it was a little bit of my conversation on self-care and health tips with my friend from high school, Rebecca Sprett, who, as I mentioned in the conversation, is a now-retired soccer player, but was a former soccer player of St. Marcelina's Spirit Soccer Sensation Team. On the, uh, but on that note, we've got a good show packed up for you today. If you are currently listening to the one, to the first aired episode of On the Ice Behind the Benches, I want to inform you that this is a double episode, and this is the second episode of On the Ice Behind the Benches. I'm so glad you came to join us. And I also am glad that you're taking the time on this pod to listen from the guys who know hockey. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I have experts, but I will have experts joining me on this podcast. And a little later on, one of the podcasts I'm currently working with host will join me alongside a guy who I who I interviewed back back when I started back when I started a podcast that is still in the works. It's called Working in a Workplace Environment. His name is Brent Gunning. We'll talk with him. As the pod as this podcast continues, it's rain and 
Yeah. We will get we will get more in depth on my offside or icing segment. We'll talk about how that will work. With the NHL preseason underway, I want to start the I want to start the I want to start our segment with a topic of the day and today's topic What does the season hold for all 32 NHL teams this season, including the Seattle Kraken? And we will, at some point, at one point or another, we will get the voice of the Seattle Kraken locked on or any of the other hockey experts on to talk about the Kraken who, congratulations, have just finished their first ever off-season, and now it's time to begin the road back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. One question that remains to be seen as we get, as we get, as we get into the, as we get into our conversation with it, the host I'm speaking of, and Brent Gunning, who joins us in studio as well. All you Maple Leaf fans out there, I'm sure you're as excited as I am. We're two weeks away from the regular season getting underway. We'll also talk we'll also talk later in the show about how the World Juniors were able to finish what they started back in December of last year. And we'll even get some insights on what's coming up on our podcast that we are neighboring, The Sports for Beginners. Join me every th- every Thursday with that with the podcast with that podcast host as we do as we talk everything and anything around the sports world in the sports media, along with another host who will be joining this podcast in the near future. You can you can feel free to check out the neighboring podcast is neighbor sports for beginners on Facebook. And you can even reach the host of which I will introduce when we get when we get the when we get the show going in this conversation on his Twitter feed. I'll bring that up in due time. There will be an email for this podcast and I'm sure there will be an email in the works for the Sports for Beginners podcast. But if you want to check out the Facebook page, please go to https colon slash slash facebook.com slash or dash four dash four dash four dash beginners. That's facebook.com slash sports for beginners. 
I'll let I'll let the I'll let the other hoes come in of that actual show and tell you what it is when when our conversation is done. But for now, let's get the show started. So grab an energy drink if you want. And let's talk some hockey. And also, let's be good to one another today. Let's go. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join the have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. All right, everybody, welcome it. Welcome into the on the ice and behind the benches. And I thought. And I thought it'd be glad, and I thought it'd be great to join to have Brent Gunning and another one of and our neighboring podcaster host of the Sports for Beginners podcast on with us to discuss it. Our thoughts on 
what's this year's NHL regular season hockey? Type type in store for all 32 teams this season when it comes to either the free agency or the actual season in general. So, boys, if you want to kindly introduce yourselves, uh, then we can get the then we can get it going. We'll start with you, Brent. Uh, hey, Brent Cunning. I uh, do the uh, pre and post for our Leafs games on Fan 590, Leafs Nation post game there. Uh, you can hear me doing a bunch of other stuff as well, but that's kind of my main gig uh, during hockey season. So, yeah, thanks for having me on today. Uh, happy to be here. All right, Scott, you have the floor. Hello, everybody. Well, hello, everybody. It's great for me to be here and great to actually touch base with hockey or with hockey fans such as my brother, Thomas, and, of course, Brent Gunning, host of the pre- and post-game for uh, Leafs Nation, for the Leafs Nation. Uh, good luck to you guys this season. I, of course, am a Pittsburgh fan, but uh, I'll get into that a little later. As Thomas mentioned, I am the host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, which right now has five episodes out so feel free to go and check those out um and a little later on or so i may be sending another reach out to other uh broadcasters such as yourself brent uh to see if you can hop on our podcast to chat hockey uh football baseball whatever the sport you want to talk about we may talk a little golf Ideally, this podcast is around baseball and how it works. We will talk things like strikeouts, how box works, how the outs work. All right. How many there are, things of that nature. Yeah, and we, we do have a Facebook page out. I will get to that in, a, I will get to that near the end of the episode, though, to let you guys know. And Thomas has it in our chat here that he can uh, give it to you as well. All right, all right. So let's so let so let so let's get the conversation going. So earlier before we started this recording, Brent and I touched based on the Maple Leafs preseason, and now that now that I've brought up uh, the preseason, if you if you if you if you or someone you know loves to join the loves to join the NHL's preseason games for the Maple Leafs they will they'll be back in action and I'm sure Brent Gunning will have us covered on Sports and Pipe Night in the Fan uh for Leafs Nation they are back at it again against the Montreal Canadiens Wednesday that's Wednesday night live in Toronto George Bank Arena, it's the Canadians and the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. They're going head to head, but that is not what we're we're here to talk about. We're talking about how this team, how the team will, how the teams work throughout. The entire season. So, Brent, I will start with you on your thoughts of the Tampa Bay Lightning here. Well, obviously, they were the defending 
two-time Stanley Cup champions before last season, and Colorado took the reign. But what what have you been seeing on Tampa Bay's side of things? What have you been seeing from Tampa Bay that you think could propose a factor as the season goes on? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think Tampa, I think Tampa until until they stop being a great team, you cannot count them out. Like losing a guy like Andre Palat is a big loss to them. He's been such a key piece. He signs a big deal with the Devils in the offseason, and I understand what they're doing there, but for the Lightning, losing a guy like that is going to matter, but the problem for me is they have the best defenseman in the division in Victor Hedman and they got the best goalie in the division in, in Andre Vasilevsky. And as long as those two guys are still going to continue to be great, Kucherov's there, Sorelli's there, Point's there, Stamkos. They, they're just still a stacked, loaded team. I think it's going to be really tough for them to make another deep run because it just takes so much out of you having these deep runs that they've had. But I think the Lightning are going to be right there. I could easily see them winning the Atlantic Division. I expect them to win a playoff round, if not two. And I can't count them out until they, they prove me otherwise. <laughs> All right. Uh I want to get your thoughts also on uh, Boston because we just heard from Cindy Ochara in the NHL news. We, we, we've heard that he's hung up his uh, skates. And I just want to try and touch on a little bit of the Cindy Ochara Bruins and Maple Leaf story. Now, Cindy Ochara is no longer a hockey player anymore. He's He's, he's retired now. But if he was given the chance to come back and play one more season with the Bruins, do you think the Bruins would would welcome them would welcome him back, considering where he went before or after a long run with the Bruins? I just think the ship has sailed on Chara being an effective NHLer. I think that. I think you could easily see a world where he does the Jason Spezza thing, what he's doing with the Leafs, where he stays around the team and has a role and he's part of the front office or something, but he just didn't have anything left in the tank. I mean, he played until he was over 40 years old. Like we only see Tom Brady doing that pretty much in, in pro sports. It was incredible to see his run, yeah. but I think he just, he ran out of gas. He was, he was done. And you know, the Bruins are going to have some trouble on the blue line. Max boys banged up to start the year, but even with all that being said, I just think that he kind of ran out of road there in his NHL career. And yeah, they loved him and respected guy. They've said they're, they're going to retire his, his jersey number, all of that stuff. And he he deserves it. But I just don't think he has anything left in the tank that even that. And that's why he's hanging it up. That even if Boston came a calling, I just I don't think it helps either side. there. All right. So, Scott, Brent and I are talking with the Atlantic Division, but give me your top three Atlantic and Metropolitan Divisional teams that you think, like like Frank Gunning, you think will be playoff contenders? Like, who do you see, my, my uh, including your Penguins, who do you see as top three Metropolitan Division and, and Atlantic Division teams that could be potential playoff contenders? I know, I know we talk about it a little bit on Sports for Beginners, but who do you currently see as the as the um person of interest that is at the top of the charts in both divisions? 
who do you see as the top charge? Given given that we're in the preseason. Well, when I look at the Atlantic and the Metropolitan, I have it on my phone here. Um, these were the stats from last season. Um, the Leafs stand out to me, even though they have uh, new guys and they got rid of Jack Campbell. But I don't think you count them out yet because of Matthews, Marner, and uh, guys that um, and guys that Brent mentioned uh, are good and can stay good. I feel like the Leafs are a team that you're going to be having to watch. Uh, Tampa Bay is up there as well. I feel like Tampa Bay is up there as well. I mean, yes, they lost a few people, but they've also gained some new people that are going to have to step up with some of their remaining players that they did not lose in trades or anything or anything like that, especially their rookies. You can't count the rookies out on either team. Finally, even though Boston is going to retire Sidney, Sidney O'Chara's uh, jersey and things like that, you got to give Chara credit where he where the credit is due. In each of his teams that he's played for, he has had a good year. Well, okay, maybe some of the years he's had with different teams haven't been as great, especially when he's had to battle back from injury. But this guy was scary. This guy was scary when he was on the ice. So, so I've got Boston there as well in the number three slot. In the Metropolitan, I do like the Penguins and the way that they line up, but we'll have to see um, what Coach Sullivan and the coaching staff uh, have in store as we start the preseason today with the split squad game against the Arizona Coyotes. Um, the Rangers, I definitely think they're a team that the, that the Penguins and any other team in the Metropolitan should be keeping an eye on because they still do have some good guys. They may have lost like other, they may have lost some people, especially Henrik Lundqvist, who uh, I believe may retire at some point. I don't know when, but uh, actually maybe he did retire last season. I don't know if or I'll have to double check on that, and I will when I get a chance. But anyways, they are definitely a team that I hold up there with Pittsburgh. And I think I, I like the Buffalo Sabres. We'll see what they we'll see what they can put on, especially against the Penguins in the in the preseason. But but uh those are my teams that stand out to me right now because but I do feel like you're going to need to take a look into Buffalo. And lastly, I wanted to uh, I mentioned the Blue Jackets are playing the Penguins in a split squad game, but their team in the Metropolitan, I think you should keep an eye on as well. And the Flyers looked good yesterday in their preseason action. Okay, so okay, so Brent, Scott's got his top three for the Eastern Conference, Metropolitan, and uh, uh, the uh, Atlantic Division. And I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll get and I'll get and I'll get your thoughts uh, a little later on on those on those divisions but i want to talk with you and my brother now about the western conference so i'll start with you on this one i mentioned the crack and i mentioned that 
they come off their first off season, which congratulations to them on a great season that they had last year. Uh, obviously it didn't go the way that they planned out, but I'm but I'm but I'm confident enough that they that they they know what's at stake and the and uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was Brendan Tanev who uh, I listened into last night as uh, post-game reaction. He said that, um, you know, preseason's underway, but now it's all about, okay, so you're in the preseason. Now it's kind of about uh, making the push for the regular season, getting everybody ready, and realizing that, okay, you made it through your first season. But now you've got to uh, uh, take care of business, get yourself ready for the regular season. Uh, we, we've only got a minute left, so before we get your conversation, we'll take a break and we'll come back in this recording. So keep it, keep it locked in, guys. We'll be back here on, on the ice behind the benches. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alleytechgroup.wordpress.com It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. So you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena? Well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Hey, hockey fans. With the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's worst enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. 
On the ice and behind the benches is the Nibbling Podcast, who a sports for beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our Nibbling Podcast, the Sports for Beginners Podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform, should there be any delays to its launch. That's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. everyone welcome back inside the on the ice of behind the benches joining me in studio is the host of the sports for beginners podcast you can cut you can find the facebook you can find him at the facebook page that is a sports for beginners facebook page uh i will talk about that a little later on but continuing our conversation boys with uh the western conference over here so i wanted to talk with you frank gunning and tell me who do you think uh seattle and the Vegas golden knights have to look out for if they have any chance of winning their pacific division i don't think seattle needs to worry i don't think seattle needs to worry about anybody i think they're going to finish close to if not dead last in the league and they'll be right there for the first overall pick uh they're they're not ready to win yet uh when i look at the pacific I like the Flames. Obviously, you have to like the Oilers based on everything that's happened there. Just the fact, look, they got Connor McDavid, found a goalie in Jack Campbell who's capable. Uh, so they're going to be a pretty formidable team. The Flames obviously completely shook things up, uh, but they, they got some good players back there. Uh, you know, I would have tried to do everything in my power to keep Kachuk, but apparently that wasn't going to happen there. And then honestly, as a bit of a dark horse team, I do like the Ducks. They just have a ton of young talent. They go out and get, get John Klingberg there. I really like the young defenseman they have in Jamie Drysdale. Uh, John Gibson's a capable goalie. So I think in the Pacific, the teams I'm kind of looking at there, honestly, I think the Golden Knights are going to have a rough year because of all the injuries they've got. I'm looking at the Oilers. I'm looking at the Flames. I'm looking at the Canucks, and I'm looking at the Ducks. Those are those are the four teams I'd, I'd look at uh, in the Pacific for me. All right. So, 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 so you mentioned all those – you mentioned the four teams – uh, for the Pacific Division that you're that you're most that you're most excited to see uh, prevail in the 
in the in the regular season this year. But talk to me about the Central Division. Which teams do you see that could be playoff contenders that you might that in the Pacific Division when you're when you're facing the Central Division, you're just like you gotta watch out for these guys because they can come out, they bang early on in the season, and they could possibly be someone you you don't want to see in the playoffs. Eh? Like yeah, you I mean, obviously, to... when we talk when we talk about the Central, obviously it's the right. Avalanche's division to lose. They're the defending champs. They're great. They're going to win that division probably by 10, 15 points. The Blues are a rock-solid machine. They just find a way to be a really, really good team every year. Ryan O'Reilly at the center of it. Even if Jordan Bennington isn't going, they always seem to find some goalie who can make saves for them. Uh, so you have to like what the Blues have available to them there. Wild were an exciting team last year, but I thought it was a little thin, and uh, I was a little surprised they had the year they did, but they they kept most of their group together, uh, so that's going to be interesting to see there. Uh, and then I, I think the other team you kind of got to look at as well is the Dallas Stars. Again, they have high-end pieces. Uh, Jason Robertson really popped off last year, but honestly, I, I think it's a pretty weak division, especially when we look at how we talked about all the teams in the Atlantic. I mean, there's there's a lot of teams in the Atlantic that would have a fighting chance for a playoff spot if they were in the Central, quite honestly, because I like the Blues. I, I like the Avalanche, obviously. But then after that, I think the Stars, Wild, uh, Predators, Jets are all fine teams, but they also have a lot of holes. So I think I think uh, behind Colorado and St. Louis, that third playoff spot is up for grabs. All right. So you mentioned your Central and Pacific. Now I want to talk. Now, now we talked about the Atlantic and the Metropolitan, but I want your thoughts on first from the Metropolitan Division. What are the teams you see as playoff contenders this season, and uh, who do you think needs a little bit more help? So when I look when I look at the Metro, the Hurricanes are the best team. Uh, not quite as much as Colorado is the best team in their division, but they're going to win that division. I firmly believe the Rangers are right behind them. Uh, they've got just awesome goaltending. Adam Fox is a stud on the blue line. There's so much to like about what the Rangers have kind of built there. And then I do think it is a little up for grabs in that spot. You know, obviously the Blue Jackets land Johnny Goudreau in free agency. That's really really exciting for them. That's going to buoy them a, a little bit, especially with all the guys that have kind of tried to get away from there. And hey, if, if Goudreau and Line can find some chemistry, that's going to be scary. Uh, another team that I think could be a bit of a dark horse to compete there, uh, it's not the Capitals, sorry, it's not the Penguins, it's not the Flyers, no, it's the Devils. I mean, these guys have been racking up first overall picks uh, for a while now. They've got, if they can get any saves this year, I think they're going to be a team that could potentially get in the mix there. So I think, I think you're definitely going to see the Rangers and the uh, Hurricanes uh, be the first two teams in that division. I do think it's up for grabs with probably Columbus grabbing that third spot, but I wouldn't necessarily sleep on the Devils either. So, so you mentioned the Penguins, the Capitals, and possibly the Philadelphia Flyers with the New York Islanders and the Rangers not being a black contender. But I want to jump with the Penguins with you on that one. Do you, do you see there's a bit of holes in the Penguins organization that you feel like need to be filled before they can be the playoff contention team or do you just see them as more of a it's a money grab season you're always trying to be better and of course you've got the line of Melkin 
Crosby and uh, Lu Tang, but after that, you don't have any other guys really that are. Uh, I don't want to say they aren't playoff contenders, but they will. But they they find they find ways to get a little bit. I think there's a little bit of holes in uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins camp. I'm gonna die before I ever write off Sidney Crosby. Okay, let me be clear about that. Like he has okay. papered over so many things in his NHL career. They have forever looked like a team of, okay, there's four or five guys you know, and then a bunch of guys. I mean, we didn't know who Jake Gensel was before he started scoring all these goals that we see him score now. So I think it's entirely possible that the core of Malcolm, Latang, and Crosby helped kind of push this group along and they find a way, but they, they do have some holes. A lot of teams in the NHL do, and their stars are aging. So I think that it is going to be a... A, a difficult season for them, but I would never count them out. I would never count Sidney Crosby out of dragging a team into the playoffs, especially with the with the fact that they brought Latang and. All right, uh, Scott, do you have anything to add on your team before we continue on? Um, actually, I do. I mean, I mean, actually, I do. Um, Brent, um, I like what you were saying there with Penguins. Like, yes, it, and I agree with you. They do have a lot of holes. But remember, they have, they had to play most of the postseason last season without Tristan Jari, mm -hmm. so they had to rely on Casey DeSmith. They had to rely on, uh, Luis Domingo. They had to rely on different goaltenders to help them, not just with the injuries that they were battling with their forwards, but they also had to battle injuries with Tristan Jari. And then, of course, they also lost Casey DeSmith. So, for me, it stands out that, yes, they do have a lot of holes, but they've added to that. But my concern with the Penguins is, even though we signed the era of 87, 71, and 58 to continue, with the two signings they made for Latang and Latang and uh, Latang and, Mal and Malkin, those those lines will definitely like those three will definitely carry this team for the Penguins. But I think you also have to look at Chad Ruido, and you have to look at Ruda, and some of the guys that uh you saw on different teams that have come to the penguins including uh just petrie and I, I mean i could go on but again there's also Danton heinen who came over from the boston bruins so i kind of like the way that Danton uh played especially with jake getzel uh but for me it's going to be for the Penguins, it's going to be, okay, so you've gotten rid of some of your best guys, but how are these new guys, especially Petrie and Archibald and, and anybody else that you were able to get from other teams, how are they going to benefit this Penguins team? So I think we're going to have to see what happens in the preseason and see who the team, uh, or who makes the team come come October when we when we start the season and then of course uh the home opener on October 13th 
All right. So, 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 so you, so you talk about home openers, and uh, before before we talk about any of the other team home openers, friend, I want to get your thoughts on the Atlantic Division. Uh, not not so much the Maple Leafs, but I wanted to get your thoughts a little bit more on the teams that you think have a bit of holes in them that could be one of those, as you call, underdogs to make the playoffs. And I want to know which of the teams in the Atlantic do you think have holes but could be a potential underdog to to become a playoff person as the season rolls on? I think there's two. I think I think one we already talked about is Boston. I think that they do have a lot of holes there. This is a group that's been kind of trying to hold it all together since Bergeron and Marshawn and all those guys have been in their prime. Bergeron's coming back for another year. That's huge for them. And much kind of like what I said about the Penguins. You know, I'm never going to count out a group that that has him there and Marshawn's still there and they're going to have good goaltending. McAvoy's going to be back. But I think that this is also a bit of a flawed team. And we saw that last year and they haven't necessarily done a lot to address it. They make a coaching change uh, for a guy who, by all accounts, was pretty popular there in Bruce Cassidy. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think Boston can absolutely make it to the playoffs, but I think that they do have uh, they do have some question marks there. Uh, another team that I think will be really interesting this year is the team the Leafs played a couple of games yesterday in the Ottawa Senators. Uh, this is a group that paid a lot of guys. Claude Giroux came in. Brady Kachuk got his money. Stutzla got his extension. Josh Norris got his extension. Like everybody's getting paid there now. And it's going from a situation where, hey, it's a bunch of kids having fun and learning to play in the NHL to there's starting to be expectations there now. You know, I know they changed their goaltending much like the Leafs did, but Cam Talbot couldn't, you know, the Wild had him as their starting goalie last year at the playoffs and said, not going to be good enough. So I don't know why the Senators think that's going to be any different. Uh, The Ottawa Senators are going to be a fun, exciting team this year, but I just don't think they're quite there yet. And then much what I say about that goes for the Buffalo Sabres as well. Uh, you look at the Sabres, and they're kind of the opposite of the Sens. The Sens have all this great young forward talent. The Sabres have Darlene and Power back, back there. I think that that's a group that maybe is ready to make a bit of a leap, but it's so hard to go from being a team with no expectations to a team with any. So I think maybe the three most interesting ones there are are Boston, Buffalo. All right, so... so, so- so you, so you mentioned the Maple Leafs, and uh, I, I kind of want to jump on a Pittsburgh Penguin discussion and an Ottawa Senators discussion with the with the Maple Leafs, because we're talking about goaltenders here on this part of our conversation, and I personally want to talk about Matt Murray from his transition to Pittsburgh, to Ottawa, and now the Maple Leafs. How do you think we will... we, we we, the Maple Leaf fans who are watching the Toronto Maple Leafs for somewhat years now, are going to be feeling as soon as Matt Murray's in the net. Like, my brother and I on the podcast Sports for Beginners were talking about, with our other host, we were talking about are we what version of Matt Murray are we going to see. But in all honesty, with, 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 with you, Brent Gunning, as the, the host of the pregame and postgames, I, I got to know. Where do you see, where does Matt Murray, in your mind, stand from an Ottawa-Pittsburgh to Maple Leafs discussion? Where does he stand? So, I mean, this isn't a great answer to give, but it is the one I believe. I don't know what 
tell you about goalies in the NHL. If their name is not Connor Heliabuck, Andre Vasilevsky, Igor Shosturkin, and I don't know, maybe there's a guy I'm forgetting in there. If you are not one of the absolute best of the best in the league, I don't know what you're going to see on any given night. I don't know what you're going to see in any given season. We see it all the time. We saw it with Bennington. He led a team to a Stanley Cup, and then he lost his job the very next year, and then he won it back, and now the guy that stole his job is playing for a different team. So I would love to tell you I have a great read on what Matt Murray is going to give this team as far as goalies go. I don't know what any goalie is going to give a team outside of the best guys. The best thing I can say about it is that Obviously, Kyle Dubas and Sheldon Keefe have a ton of familiarity with the player. Uh, the goaltender coach that he's working with now with the Leafs, there's familiarity there as well. This is clearly a guy they they think they know a little something about. And the thing about Dubas is say what you want, but the, he has made some questionable trades, but the guys he has bet on have usually worked out. So I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. I am optimistic, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Matt Murray, when it's all said and done this year, is going to be a top seven goalie in the NHL. I, I don't know that that's fair. All right, all right, all right. Well said, well said. The, the reason I bring up the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Ottawa Sanders is because back when Matt Murray was with the Pittsburgh Penguins, he was that, I don't want to call him that number two guy, but he was one of those guys that said, well, if, you know, Christian Jari can win with the Penguins, the Stanley Cup, and uh, you've got all the group of guys, Crosby, uh, Malkin, uh, Gensel, and Lutang, all those guys that he was with during the playoff run that they had, two consecutive Stanley Cup champions. I kind of do see a little bit of Matt Murray. Again, like you said, it's a very questionable. He's not, Matt Murray's probably not one of the top seven goalies by the end of the season, but you just never really know. Uh, you mentioned Kyle Dubas and Sheldon Keith kind of know Matt Murray well, so they kind of know what they're dealing with uh, in terms of Matt Murray's time in Toronto. So I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to keep myself uh, locked into uh, know what they're, what Sheldon and. Kyle Dubas are actually saying uh, as the season rolls on. But from an Ottawa standpoint, I feel like he was one of those lesser goalies to be a part of. And Ottawa Center fans, you can say whatever you want about Matt Murray, that he didn't do you very well, or he was a guy you guys trusted and he didn't do his part. But I think he had an okay season with Ottawa. I mean, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, you guys didn't last, but you had some pretty good games where Matt Murray was at his fullest. I think when it comes to the Leafs against the Penguins or the Senators, if you put Matt Murray in against either of the teams that he was a part of, it might be a little tricky for him to warm up to the fact that he's now part of the Toronto Maple Leafs and he's not part of his. Stanley Cup teams that he Stanley Cup team or the team that he got traded from to the Maple Leafs, so the Senators in this case. And when I say Stanley Cup team, I mean like Pittsburgh Penguins, because I mean as I as I mentioned, they have two Stanley Cup championships with Matt Murray in that team. 
which was a two which was a two time reign and I'll be honest with you guys I don't think there's been a team in NHL history who's done three consecutive Stanley Cup run backs and been able to and been able to make it to that point where you get the fourth where you get where you get where you get that fourth Stanley Cup championship reign in your mind because I mean I mean let's be honest all the teams want it but when you're running it back you can't there are there are points in the in the game there are points in the game where you can't uh where you can't simply say oh we can run it back three or four times in the history of the NHL yeah, I mean, look, look. I think the thing when you look at when you look at a guy like Matt Murray playing in Pittsburgh, playing in Ottawa, and now playing with the Leafs. Say what you will about the Leafs' defensive structure, but he's gonna feel like he's back in Pittsburgh compared to what he was playing behind with those Ottawa teams. I don't want to take Murray completely off the hook. He had a rough year last year. He was banged up, and yeah, he had moments where he shined, just like all all goalies do. But I think that when you look at the just look at the decor that he was playing behind in Ottawa, versus you know look. Let's just single one guy out. Nikita Zaitsev couldn't cut it here. Was not a guy they needed to keep around. And, you know, he's at the forefront of Ottawa's defense right now. So the fact that you have a guy who's going to be playing behind a team with just way better structure, they're able to limit chances more. They're able to give them more run support as well. You know, Matt Murray's not going to have to go win a bunch of 2-1 games this year. And I think this is another really important part when you go back to look at Pittsburgh, Matt Murray, is that the thing we've heard from Dubas, from Murray, from Keith. Even, even from people back in his Pittsburgh days, is that Matt Murray is a better goalie when he has somebody that's pushing, trying to take his job, for lack of a better term. And that's exactly what the Leafs have in, in Samsonov there, the, the 1B or backup, whatever you want to call him. So I think that the defensive structure is really going to help Murray out a lot. And based on everything you hear about him from him and people who know him, the fact that there's somebody really pushing, trying to take that job from him, that, that should help do you have anything to add before we before we close before we close out the goalie conversation with Ottawa, the Maple Leafs, and the and the Penguins in terms of the season? Or well, or here's we, the thing. We got here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm actually looking at his stats, and when he was with Pittsburgh, you mentioned he has uh, two Stanley Cups. Yeah, those were Stanley in the Cups. 2015, 2015, 2016, 2017. And then 2016, 2017, and he played more games. He played more games, yes, more games in 2016, 17 than he did his first year, 2015 and 16. But he also had better wins in that second year. But that's okay. I mean, his first year, he only won nine and lost two of those. 13 games he played uh, for the Penguins in his first year. In his second year, he won 32 and lost 10 of 47 games, or of about 49 games played, sorry, and had like only 47 47 goals saved, or 47 goal shots, or whatever you want to call it, with the GPS. Uh, anyways, as he progressed to his final year, 2019-2020, I could see that he wasn't looking the 
the same way that he normally was in 16, 17, 15, and 15 and 16. But he had Crosby. He had Malkin. He did have Matt Murray for the time being until Matt, or sorry, sorry, not Matt Murray. He he did have Marc-Andre Fleury for the time being until he went, until Fleury went to Vegas. But he still had people on Pittsburgh that were saying, look, and as you alluded to, Brent, uh, he, he had people saying to you, Saying to him that look like the next goalie on our on our team could be fighting to take your job from you. So, I mean, I don't know if that was the case with Tristan with Tristan Jari, but um, I'm excited to see what happens with Matt Murray uh, being a part of the Maple Leafs now. And 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 I don't want to credit you here on this, Brent, but. It, but it actually is true. I mean, if you look at his stats um, in his career with the Senators, he he was not all that good with the Senators. So I think so. I do agree with you. I feel like he is going to be. He's going to feel like he is in Pittsburgh when he is with the Maple Leafs this season. We'll see what happens, but. Um, but uh, that's just my view on it. Brent, do you have anything to add before we continue? Or oh no, I think I'm I'm good. I think we uh, yeah we covered all the Matt Murray boxes there. He's a goalie. We'll see how the year goes. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, the structure will help. So yeah, nope, nothing to help. All right. So we we mentioned that Claude Giroux is now a senator, but Brent, I want to talk to you about the uh, um. Scott, you can give me your take on this as well about the flyer years of the Claude Giroux era. You think? I personally think, uh, no, no disrespect to Ottawa or any of the Philadelphia Flyer fans, but I personally think that Philadelphia made a kind of a big mistake because they had a because they had a real. Because they had a real good guy on their team, uh, with the exception of JVR and uh, Travis Coninci. If I said the name right, I apologize if I haven't said the name right for the Philadelphia for the Philadelphia Flyer fans. But I think Claude Giroux had, a, I think he had better experience with the Flyers than he will with the Ottawa Senators. I'm 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 not gonna count him out on the Senators right away because we're because we're only in preseason, but I don't know where he kind of stands with the Senators. Should should the should the season turn out the way it did last year, or he became a Senators fan, or not a fan of part of the team? But where do you see yeah, Andrew we- from Philadelphia Flyers to now a Senator? you think they made a mistake or they gave him room to breathe and said, you know, you go somewhere else and if we need any help, we might we might ask you to come back. So, yeah, we, we look at how it ended with Giroux and Philly there. He kind of picked his spot. We know the Avalanche were sniffing around at the deadline last year. Uh, he apparently only wanted to go to Florida. That was 
spot he wanted to go to at the deadline. That was his chance to kind of go chase a cup. That was a good Panthers team last year. Obviously, they couldn't get it done. Um, Claude Giroux would never tell you this, but I think he has kind of decided to go home as opposed to try to chase a cup. It is entirely possible that this Sens young core pops off exactly the way they think it is. You know, their new defenseman, Jake Sanderson, is another stud back there alongside Shabbat, Cam Talbot's mate. There is a world where this team competes and is good. It, it's possible. But I think that for Giroux, it's kind of prioritizing wanting to go home, wanting to be that team big brother. You know, he's from not far outside of Ottawa. I think he owns a junior team that's that, or a junior B or junior C team, not all that far from the area in Hearst. So uh, it, it's going home for him. And, you know, he, he would never tell you he doesn't hope to win a Stanley Cup. Of course, he hopes to. But I think that he prioritized that helping that young core along, kind of being the, you know, the role Jason Spezza played, albeit more important because Claude Drew has a little more gas in the tank than Spezza had as great as Spezza was for, for his years of sleep. So I think that that's what it is with Giroux. Uh, still a really impactful player, but I don't think he's going there with the expectation of winning that cup he was chasing last year. So, so, so on so on the Philadelphia side, do you think he was better in Philadelphia, or do you see a better chance? Because you said he was going. You said that he wouldn't say he was going home, and uh, going back to Ottawa to help his teams out for Ottawa, in in any in any case. But would you say the Philadelphia years were better, or would you I think say Ottawa is. might Ottawa might be his go going home team and he might and he might be better than he was than he than he was on the flyers closure's best year is going to be as a flyer. he had 102 points one year i'm just looking at his hockey db page here he had 102 points one year 93 another 86 not he's not he's not going to have 85 points this year with the i'd be i'd be surprised if he does that definitely not having 102 his best personal years are behind him but when you look at the way this Flyers team is set up right now, they've got pieces, sure, but the future's brighter in, in Ottawa than it is in Philly. So, I mean, if, if those were kind of his two choices in terms of finish out his career where he spent almost all of it in Philly or finish out his career in home, uh, you know, close to home in Ottawa there, it's a way better chance to win in Ottawa despite how tough the division is and how I still think that team has a, has a ways to go. But they're in a better spot. So basically, I just want to make sure I, I understand this. You're saying that you it, you don't believe it was a mistake that the Flyers weren't sending or were sending Claude Giroux to Ottawa because it was because it was um, because it was to just say, okay, you want to go home? All right, fine, fine. Well, what the he was just to just to clarify, he was a free agent. So he could have gone wherever he wanted to. Uh, the Flyers made the decision to trade him last year, but he, when he was, when his contract had just a couple months left on it, so it was his, just it was his decision. I'm sure the Flyers would have liked a world where he finished out his career there, but it was Giroux's decision. So uh, you know, Philly could have chose to keep him at the deadline, but that wasn't going to help them at all last year. So I understood their decision to let him go, but it was Giroux's decision as far as where he went. Yeah, and 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 the reason I said this is, you say that his 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 years of hockey that were his best years were with the Philadelphia Flyers, and I guess you could say that's pretty much now in the bag, uh, or 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 
look at all the stats and say, oh, well, I wish he was back here and playing in Philadelphia because that was his best year. But like you said, it was obviously it was up to him when he became a free agent. And uh, to end off our conversation, because we are getting into the closing parts of uh, this segment here, I just want to look at your top three teams that you think will be playoff contenders from the beginning of the season, possibly the second half of the season. And we'll get my brother's picks in as well. Uh, before we do that, a reminder a reminder to uh, all those who want to look at the uh, conversations that my brother and I have every Thursday. You can, you can look at us up. You can look at the Facebook page at facebook.com slash for beginners podcast or if you have the app just type up sports for beginners podcast and you'll get the facebook page and uh, let us know what you think whenever you listen to our episodes on thursdays but um yes back back to our conversation here frank gonna give me your top three teams that you think will come up with a bang in uh in all divisions and the potential playoff contenders. I'm, I'm, I, I know you mentioned them earlier, but just, re, just as a recap, but tell, tell us who you think really is the, really has the playoff contention in them. Yeah, the, the my three top teams to kind of start the year. I, I would look at the Avalanche. They, they lost a goalie. I know, but they found one. I think that's going to work out well for them. And it's under contract, so there's no worry there. He has his extension, I should say. I like the Avalanche there. Uh, the next team I would focus on is is probably the Hurricanes. They've just had so much continuity year to year. They continue to impress. Todd Brindamore is running a machine there. And then uh, if we're just talking about coming out of the gate, I think you're going to see the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning really playing strong hockey uh, out of the gate. So I think the Leafs will look good as we get going, but I uh, think it's going to be a little interesting with all the new pieces there. So Lightning, Avalanche, and Hurricanes. My three teams that I expect to uh, get off to a hot. All right, all right. And uh, those divisions are, I believe, the in the Western Conference or. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Do you want me to go division by division? Which three teams I like? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Divi- yeah, division by division. Okay. Sure. No, that's fine. Okay, I'll I'll run it. I'll run it through uh, for for a year. Okay. So when I'm looking at the when I'm looking at the Central, I like the Avalanche. I like the Blues. And then I think I like the Wild there uh, as well. If I'm looking at the Pacific, I like the Oilers. I like the Canucks. And I'm trying to think uh, if there's... I like the Flames as well. Those are my three teams there. Uh, For the Metro, give me the uh, Hurricanes, the Rangers, and the Blue Jackets. Actually, no, that's too shocked. Give me the Hurricanes, the Rangers, and the (laughs) Devils. And then in the Atlantic, it's Leafs, it's Lightning, and it's Panthers. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Scott, who do you think you've got for for the divisions of both conferences as your top three teams? All right, so I'll start out in the East, and I'll start out with the Atlantic here. Uh, give me the, give me the Sands. Give me the, actually, no. I, I kind of like what you have there, Brent. So give me the Lightning, the Leafs, and the Panthers in the Atlantic. I am a Pittsburgh fan, but, and you guys can, or, and Penguins fans, you can hate on me all you want. 
but I feel like I feel like our team is going to be a contender. But the three that stand out to me going into the year, I like. Give me the Rangers, who are going to be a team that we're going to have to keep an eye on. The Blue Jackets, who we play in a split squad game to start the preseason right now. And of course, uh, yes, give me the Devils as well. With the points that you made there, Brent Gunning, I feel like they're going to be a team that you might want to not sleep on. And maybe if you're able to catch a game, a game when the Penguins or whatever team you you cheer for are off, maybe cheer for are off, maybe you check into their radio broadcast or their TV broadcast whenever, wherever they're on, to watch these Devils play some hockey this season. In the West, uh, when I look at the Pacific, I like the Flames. The Canucks are a little questionable for me, but I like, but I like where they're at. Um... And yeah, you know what? Give me Connor. Give me Connor McDavid in the Pacific. Give me Connor McDavid and the and the Edmonton Oilers. I like those teams. Uh the Wild in the Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see them going well. Give me the Stars. Uh, just check here the division here to make sure I get the right one. Yeah, give me the Stars as well in the Central, and I like and I do like the St. Louis Blues. They are definitely a team to watch. I don't know if they will make the playoffs, but I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. Okay, so okay, so for me, guys, my top three teams, I'll start with the Western Conference here, and I'll say give me the Avalanchers, uh, the Dallas Stars, and, you know, I'm going to say the Nashville Predators. I do think they, they may have a little bit of holes in them, but I do see them kind of coming out with the bank, I don't see them winning the Central Division because that spot's already been filled with the Avalanchers. But a lot, but a lot, but a lot can change when the season actually gets going. So those are my top three teams for the Central. Uh, Pacific Division-wise, give me the give me the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, who doesn't want to count out Connor McDavid here? Uh, I do want to say that I trust the Seattle Kraken as my number two, but they're more of a maybe. So give me the Flames. And with all the thoughts that you mentioned with Anaheim, Brent Gunning, I'm, I'm going to say give me the Anaheim Ducks as my third team. But like I said, I really see the Kraken as a maybe contender, but my top three are Edmonton, uh, Anaheim, and uh, give me the Calgary. I really... I really want to see what they have in store for. So there you, there you, there you have it for my Western Conference. Uh, here we go. I'll make this as quick as possible. Our segment's gonna run out of time here. Uh, Metropolitan. I do see the Rangers, the Devils, and the Carolina Hurricanes. So I like those picks for the Metropolitan Division. I really think the Rangers. They have the stuff. They have the stuff, they do, but you never can sleep on the New Jersey Devils. They might be a team you want to watch as well. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes, yeah, they're definitely a team. Uh, before I get back to my third team in the Metropolitan, I'll just say, let's go leave here. Let, let, let's see if this is the year, this is the time. But again, but again, but again, 
But again, you got. But again, you've also got the Tampa Bay Lightning, who I do think are without contentions. I do think they'll start up with a bang and get given Brent Gunning the and and uh, our conversation talk. Uh, and yeah, I'll yeah. Lastly, I'll give you the give me the Florida Panthers here. I I like I I like the team we we're seeing. But all but everything but anything can happen when the season starts. Uh, my final team. In the Metropolitan, give me the New York Islanders. So there you have it. There are our picks for the opening of the season. And uh, half of the recording of this conversation was cut off after a delay of game within Zoom. But we'll get right back to the conversation after a quick word from our sponsor. So stay right with us on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Baseball is in full swing. If you like collecting baseball cards, then you'll love making a collection of your favorite team's own bobbleheads. That's right, Major League Baseball now has the best team bobbleheads for you to collect from every single team. See how you can show your favorite team pride by visiting your favorite team stores or by ordering them online at MLBShop.com. But hurry, because once these deals are gone, they're gone. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is a neighboring podcast of the podcast known as Sports for Beginners, airing every Thursday, new episode on your favorite podcatcher. And if you have any questions, feel free to visit the website on the Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.sportsforbeginners.com slash sports Dash-four-dash-beginners-dash-podcast. Once again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash sports for beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to the conversation at hand on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Here is Thomas McGregor. All right, so uh, so as I mentioned before, before we were taking off, Brent Gunning, my my teams for the Atlantic are the uh, Maple Leafs, Panthers, and the Lightning, because you really can't count the Lightning out. I would hate to see if uh, Montreal proves me wrong that they're playoff contention because you don't have PK Subban anymore, but uh, in the Metropolitan, my divisional teams uh let me just recap it here are the are the devils the islanders and the rangers but i also see the carolina hurricanes as a potential winner of the division central division goes as follows anaheim ducks uh edmonton oilers and of course i've got i've got the flames here and uh central that is the pacific division the central division i mean it's the, the spot's real, the, the number one spot's really, compared to our conversation, as we wrap up the segment, it's, it's really, it's really Nathan McKinnon's year. I think they, I think Colorado wins the Central Division, but you got to look at the uh, St. Louis Blues and the Blackhawks, so give me those, those as my Central Division teams. 
I might have said something on the earlier recording, but I want to thank you, Brent and Scott, for joining me. Scott, if you could just stay for another segment uh, after this, uh, Brent Gunning, yeah, I really, I, 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 I really appreciate you coming out to help us with this uh, segment, and I can't wait for more chances to talk with you on this podcast. Uh, as I mentioned to everyone, they can look at the podcast episode of Yours and My Conversation through the eyes of a broadcaster um, from a podcast I'm currently in the works with on an idea I call work, the working, place, uh, working in a Workplace Environment, where we dive into conversations with people who have jobs or have had a job and get their experience on what was tough, what was not tough. Did they have any single regrets on going into the broadcastings or whatever it is the job may be. But yeah, thank you once again for coming on the On the Ice and Behind the Ventures podcast. Hopefully we get to chat again some more hockey as the season goes on. Good luck with the pregame and postgame. I look forward to hearing you guys on the Sportsnet 590 The Fan Radio. And uh, if Gord Delek wants to join us on the podcast, you know, he can reach me at my email. You could send my email out to him and we can uh, discuss some things for uh, a potential roundtable discussion. You, myself, and Gord Stell, we could discuss some things least and more of the hockey conversation here. But once again, thank you for, uh, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, go Leafs, go. Always. Enjoyed the chat. Thanks. Take care. Okay. Uh, before before you leave, is there any type of uh, sh- shout-outs you want to you wanna make to the fans? Yeah, tell, fan? yeah tell, you, tell you the same thing I told you last time, Thomas. You mentioned Gord Stellick, but he's the second most important <laughs> Gord in my life. Big shouts to Gord <laughs> Gunning, my son. Big shouts to that guy. So, yeah. uh, yes, uh, thanks for having me. Shout out to Gord. Shout out to Leafs Nation. Uh, listening along and uh, yeah, enjoy the pod. Thanks, guys. All right, All right. you're, you're welcome you're, anytime, buddy. Come on. Thanks. See you again. All right. All right, everyone. That was Gord. That was Brent Gunning, host of the Leafs Nation podcast. And of course, you can catch him every time and anytime on Sports at Five Nine The Fan with his shows, The Golf Show, and of course, you've got. Leafs Nation pregame and postgame. So good luck to all the teams this season. But Scott, before we wrap things up, I want to talk to a. I want to get a conversation going, and we'll have this as a snippet on the Sports for Beginners podcast later on. But what's coming up for our pod, our Sports for Beginners podcast? Before we get into our segment, what's coming up for us on the Sports for Beginners? All right, Sports for Beginners podcast listeners. Whether you are on the show as a co-host or not, uh, if you are listening to this podcast, we I just want to let you guys know that if I am on this podcast with my co-host, Thomas McGregor, we will be doing some shout-outs to some, new, to some new content that's coming up on our podcast. As usual, our Thursday pod with Ali Musa, host of All Over the Map podcast, will be coming out on Thursday or Friday. It will depend, but there will be a new episode. Episode six 
is coming up for the podcast. Uh, and that will be our Thursday episode. I am going to be doing an emergency podcast episode. It could, and for Buffalo Bills fans, regardless on how the game goes today for the NFL, it could be a Victory Monday podcast. But if you listen to Locked On Bills, you will also have a Victory Monday podcast from Joe Marino, who I am looking forward to maybe trying to get him on to our podcast. I'm also trying to get Mike Wilner. I have reached out to one of the hosts of the Shout Buffalo Football Podcast, Ryan Talbot, and I'm going to try to reach out to as many people as I can. If there is someone that you would like me to me to track down for a specific sport or something completely different, let me know at my Twitter handle by sending just a tweet out to me at Scott McGregor number three, or reach out to me on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sports-for-beginners-podcast. And if you follow me on Instagram at, at smc underscore 87, eight underscore, you can follow the action that I cover that will go to my Facebook page as well with the Buffalo Bills, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and other teams of that nature. Of course, the Blue Jays for the baseball season. So that's just a snippet of what's coming up. There may be some emergency solo podcasts where we will do a one-on-one discussion with Ryan Talbot, Mike Wilner, and and people of the Buffalo Plus podcast, if I can get them on. And we may have Brent on again or for the first time on Sports for Beginners podcast. Uh, we will see. But that's what you can expect coming up with. All right, time for a little conversation of segment that features just the Sports for Beginners podcast that hosts is keep it locked here on on the S Y and the benches as we get ready for our launch. Of course, first the first episode drops this Tuesday, as well as this episode. This episode will drop at 12 p.m. Eastern time, alongside the First episode, which drops at 12 p.m. Eastern time as well. One o'clock is when you'll catch this episode in audio format recordings. It's this Tuesday, and don't and don't forget to join us. We're in audio format right now. We're doing this in video segments, but on the ice and behind the benches could potentially be a part of. YouTube as this as the see as the NHL season rolls on. So make sure you so make sure you stay tuned for that. I'll start uh probably will set up a YouTube channel for that. But until then keep it locked in with on the ice behind the benches. I am your host Thomas McGregor alongside my alongside the host of Leafs Nation postgame and pregame show Brent Gunning, and now the Sports for Beginners host, my brother, and Pittsburgh Penguins fan, 
Buffalo Bills fan, Scott McGregor. We're going to do a little conversation I like to call Ask the Penguin. It's a peng- it's a it's a segment I want I built especially for my brother in the and how this will work is every time we have a Pittsburgh Penguins fan or just a fan of any type of sport that results in a penguin as a hockey team, a be- a baseball team, a basketball team, you you name the team of a sport, we'll we'll put them on this segment. It's called Ask the Pen- Ask a Penguin. And to start us off for a set for this segment, which will be a week to week segment. I haven't confirmed this segment on when it will happen. But to start us off with a debut of it, got on Ask the Penguin. Let's uh, talk about your Pittsburgh Penguins a little more deeper analysis, and you can, and you can feel free to share your screen with the Pittsburgh Penguin roster. Tell me who you think is good, and I'll give you my opinions on, or my, and I'll give you my thoughts on the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins roster, and those listening. In our second week of this podcast airing, you can join the conversation. I'll have some con- I'll have some questions put out on the upcoming episodes later in the later the second week of the podcast on the S behind the benches. Uh, reminder to Spotify users that. It is public, and I will be able to see if there's any negative or positive com- content on the podcast. So please keep it as brief as possible when you're making your answers. But do it, do it in a fun way. Do it in a fun way. I love. I would love to hear from you. As always, you could reach me at my Twitter handle, Thomas J. That's at Thomas J. And don't and don't worry, there will be another. There will there's another way you can reach me as well on Instagram. You can reach me at Thomas or at TM underscore zero zero. I will fix that up for a later episode. I think I mispronounced it, but uh, you can reach me there. And of course. My friends know my email address. If you're my friend, you know my email address. You could email me at that email address. But uh, let's start the Ask a Penguin conversation. And Scott, if you've got the thing set up, uh, we can begin. I am actually looking at our four. So I don't have the lineup out for the for the preseason, but I do have oh, our I, oh, I do. oh, we just want the I just want the rosters. All right. Well, here you go. So, uh, if you could give me the chance to uh, allow me to share my screen, I will need permission. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you've been granted. Ask us. All right. So let's go ahead and bring up the Pittsburgh Penguins roster. All right. So, Penguins fans, as you could probably tell, there are some. 
there are some people who are familiar and some people who are not that familiar. Let's see, you've got so here you here you have some of the familiars, Teddy Bluger, Jeff Carter, of course, Sid Sidney Crosby. You have Jay Getzel, Donton Heinen, Caspery Capitan, Malkin. You have Malkin. You have Drew O'Connor, who's still with us. Ricard Raquel, he's still with us. Ryan Rust, and and other guys of that nature. There is a lot of people here that you could uh, look at, but I'm curious to see how this guy right here, Josh Archibald. Wearing the number fifteen, according to the numbers here that you can see on my pay on my uh or on the on my screen, I'm curious to see Archibald what he can do. Another guy that's curious to me this season is Big Jeff Carter, number seventy-seven. He looked good last year, but again. Penguins had to battle some injuries. So, Thomas, let me ask you. All right. Out of the main people I just mentioned, which of these new guys or old guys on the on the Penguins team are you looking forward to seeing from the forward defense or in the or at goaltending? Well, well. Well, well, let's have a look at the goaltending numbers you got. You have for the season, because uh, one guy that really stands out to me, uh, prior to locked on Penguins, of course we can, of course I'll try. We'll try and get the, that the, the locked on people on this podcast if we can. Uh, one one goalie that stands out to me is Tristan Jari. Uh, as far as players go, I would, I'm, I'm really interested to see if Jeff Carter, the Jeffy Carter, on your forward side of things, I'm, I'm really interested to see if he can bounce back from the season that he had last year, but I'm also curious to see if he can benefit from the line 87. Uh, so Crosby, Lutang, and Jake Getzel. I'm really curious to see how that line of people lines up. Uh, as far as goalies in the in uh, backups go, I, I, I really don't know what you could get out of Taylor Gather. I'm not really sure about Dustin Tokoski, but Flip Lindbergh, I think, is the closest to Casey DeSmith being a backup for Tristan Jari. Speaking of which, I actually have it's not on my it's not on my screen here, but I do have the Penguins lineup for game one. I'll go briefly through it while we have time. So on line one, the center is Raquel Ricard. Raquel Ricard. Yeah, sorry. Ricard Raquel, sorry. At 
Uh, they we also have that left wing. Oh, sorry, sorry. The left wings are Jason Zucker, Ricard Raquel. Um, we have. We also have Hollander. I'm gonna say his name here. Just give me one second to find him. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on. So, uh, so as we're on this, because I don't want to get off topic here with uh, Ask a Penguin here, but uh, besides the line of Gensel, Lutang, Malkin, and Crosby, so Malkin and Crosby basically with Lutang, what mm-hmm. line of offense are you really interested to see besides 87 71 and uh, chris luke tanks number 58 i am look at well as i actually look at the lineup i'm looking forward to see how uh the line of raquel o'connor and Christine uh goes that is the first line or sorry second line uh and that's gonna be with Pedersen and Friedman in game one of our split of our split. All right. So the guys that you mentioned Philip Lindbergh and Casey DeSmith are also in the lineup. Casey it will be the defense or sorry will be the goaltender. All right so so, because I, cause I don't want to make this segment any longer than it has to be. Okay. How are you? How are you feeling about your team so far? And I know it's preseason, but from a goalie standpoint, who do you think is the number one goalie that starts the season when you look at your goalies? Well, I think it's going to be between Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith, but I'm really excited to see what Taylor Gauthier, Philip Lindbergh, and Dustin Tokarski have and what they can bring to to the Penguins organization. Because um, Casey DeSmith, and Tristan Jari, they both had, or sorry, Casey Smith had to run things most likely for the postseason when Jari was out. Okay. Uh, for me, for me, I'm more interested in the in a Jari goaltending matchup in terms of who starts this season. And uh, Philip Forsberg, I'm really curious to see how that kind, that type of goaltending line would would line up. But uh, as always, I thank you. I thank you for you and for you and uh, Brent Gunning's time. We can always catch up on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Uh, that is, we're, we have a few. I have a few more questions for ask the for ask the penguin segment, but um. In spite of all that you've showed me, how confident are you in the Penguins this year, given their schedules? Okay, good question. Good question. Good question. Um, 
I am confident in the team, but I but I can't give you a but I can't give you a specific um confidence level right now. I will say I'm about at least 75% confident in, in this team. I like some of the new additions, but we'll have to see what we get from both sides defensively and offensively this season before I can give you a full out say going into the year that I'm like fully confident in this team. Okay, so we mentioned Okay, so getting into the final two questions here of this segment that I have, and people and you and the people listening to this, they can they can drop their commerce their their questions at the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page slash uh, podcast, but they can also, but you can also if you want to ask a penguin a Penguins fan a question. Or you have questions, or you are a Penguins fan, and you have questions that you'd like to ask me, the host, or uh, the host of this podcast, or just in, or just in general, as a as a hockey fan, a Leaf fan, you have any questions, you can. There will be a email that will lead to ask a Penguin, where you can ask any of us the questions. That you have, but for me to start the debut episode out strong, we'll finish it up with two more questions. So four questions in total. And uh, my next question is: with the preseason underway and the around and the season and the regular season looming towards us, how? Do you see the Penguins lining up against the Maple Leafs when they first play each other in their first meeting? Like I said, like I said when I when I answered your confidence question, um, we're gonna have to see how the how both teams will line up and who makes the team with the with the preseason in, in full swing. Right now, we'll get we'll getting under full. Well, getting under full swing for some of the other teams, including the Penguins and the and the Coyotes, uh, today or sorry, sorry, and the Blue Jackets today. The Coyotes are actually also in action, and those, as I mentioned, those guys are gonna play the Penguins in Game One of the season when they come to Pittsburgh to kick off the season. But as I mentioned, like. When I was answering that question you you said earlier, um, we're gonna like we're going to have to see who makes the team. But I'm but I think I think the Crosby Getzel line is going to be uh, is going to be a good a good line to check out. All right, getting into my final question, I've asked you three, and I'll ask you a fourth one. And I've, of course, I've got more questions. Uh, for you on the other on the other side of the podcast, which will not be recorded, but uh, just given just given the preseason in its fullest, when you looked at when you took your when you took a look at the schedule for the Penguins for the first time, uh, preseason wise, what did you think of the scheduled teams? Eh? Ooh, did you 
knowing that you only played one game for the prospects tournament, where was your head at when you looked at the preseason and you said, and you figured, and you were thinking to yourself as Penguins fan, I like, I don't know if I, uh, I like, I like this schedule or do I like it? Well, here's the thing. Go ahead. We play the split squad game today. Then we are back in action on Tuesday against Detroit. And then we will play Detroit one more time in October following a Buffalo game on Saturday. And then Buffalo is playing us at home. So when I look at this schedule, especially going into the Arizona opener, I feel like we have a good schedule, but these teams are but teams have gotten better over the t- over the t- over the off season. I think maybe they've gotten worse. We don't know. We'll just have to see what we get. So that that's my comment to you when I look at the schedule for the Penguins. Like we'll have to see what we get. All right. Well, thank you. Well, thank you as always for joining me on. Uh... This edition of On the Ice and Behind the Benches and the debut episode of Ask a Penguin segment. A reminder a reminder to all of those who are joining us from the Sports for Beginners podcast listening feed. If you love this podcast and you think it deserves a rating and review, or you hate it, please send us in a send us a send us a message and let us know what we're doing right. Or what a, let us know what we're doing wrong. Love to hear the feedback. And, of course, if you feel like it needs a rating, feel free to on all the pl- podcasting platforms that this and episode one, that this episode and episode one of On the S Behind the Benches will be, will be airing on, feel free to rate and write a review on the podcast. Let us know how we're doing. But, uh, Scott, thank you once again to uh for joining us on this on the ice of behind the benches podcast and uh can't wait to chat with you on the other side of our podcast is hopefully uh we get we get to chat again soon and uh of course you guys can see us on uh all you guys can see us on sports for beginners every thursday that's every thursday listen i'll be back again with more conversations, I'm hoping to get a hold of Jason Spencer to talk about rookie to pro. So that should be a great conversation as we get as we get closer and closer into this launch of all the ice behind the benches. It's here, boys and girls, children of all ages. A new podcast for people like you who are interested or just want to get a, more in depth on. On the ice of behind the benches, the podcast itself in its nature, it's here. It's finally here. The podcast is up and running. And as well, you can contact uh, you can contact Scott at his Twitter handle, Scott McGregor three. You could get you could get it. You could get me and him at our Instagrams. Got your Instagram handle is 
smc underscore 87 underscore. And of course, you can get me at tm00 underscore. That is my Instagram handle. You can follow me on Twitter at Thomas J. That's Thomas J. Looking for me. But Thomas J. McGregor is the at handle I'll be using. And feel free to listen to the conversations that we have every Tuesday. That's every Tuesday for On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to join the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. As always, in the great in the great scheme of things of uh, of this podcast, we're not, it's not a scheme though. It's a podcast, just a podcast. Get that out from outside of the hockey arena. Whether it's the ice, the benches, in stadium, out stadium, you name the ice. If it's Steelheads, if it's the NHL. OHL. I am Thomas McGregor alongside Brett Gunning and my host of Sports for Beginners, a co host, and uh, as I am a co host of Sports for Beginners, it is always fun watching both podcasts perform at their very best. That wraps up this episode of Sports of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. But before we leave, we have one more thing to cover, and we will after this short break. But Scott, thank you once again for joining us on this podcast. And uh, make sure everyone who's listening to Sports for Beginners, you tune in every, you tune in every Thursday to hear conversations of Sports for Beginners podcast. And uh, if you think it deserves a rating and review, please remember that it only takes two minutes of your time to write a review and give the show a rating as well. And as we speak here on this podcast, before I go here, Bill's Mafia and Dolphins Nation, it is time to go to battle at Hard Rock Stadium. So let's go, Bills. Let's go, Dolphins. You know what? If I do do a victory episode on our podcast tomorrow for Sports for Beginners, I might just call it uh, a things I liked, things I didn't like podcast because I am a Buffalo Bills fan, so I do stay true to Bills Mafia. But if you are a Miami fan and you're joining me on the podcast, I will call it a happy victory Monday to Dolphin fans. We will see. But I want right. to but I do want to be clear with, but I do want to be clear with you guys here on Sports for Beginners. Even though I'm doing it on this podcast, we are we are only going to talk about specific teams, but we are going to give credit where credit is due, and we aren't going to talk trash about other teams because that's just not the way I want to run my I want to run the podcast at all. So don't miss it. Make sure you're subscribed. Would love it, as Thomas said, if you took a second to rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Continue to listen to this podcast, but I look forward to catching up with you again when we when we record either with Ali and Thomas on or whenever I have a solo show for you planned. 
We'll catch you down the road. Looking forward to it. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, thanks, as always, for Sports for Beginners to come on and help us out with this podcast. It really, truly means a lot. Uh, we'll see you. We'll catch you on the. We'll catch. We'll see you. We'll catch you on the. We'll catch you on the other side of this on the ice and behind the bedroom. We got one more. We got one more thing in in the show to to do before we wrap up. Before we wrap the show up. But first, let's take a little. Let's take a little bit of a breather, and we'll come back. This is on the ice. This is on the ice and behind the benches. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. We'll be back. For now, let's say goodbye to our sports for beginners. Host and huge thank you, huge thank you to Brent Gunning, host of the Leafs Nation pregame and postgame shows with Gord Selleck by his side. They make a tremendous duo. They do great stuff. Huge thank you to them. But before we could, before we could, before we finish off the podcast, once again, thanks for thank you, Scott, for having us on your podcast as well as. We 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 appreciate your time here on on the ice and behind the benches. We'll catch you we'll catch you down the road. That is the Sports for Beginners podcast host. Like I said, we'll take a break and we'll come back, catch a breather. We'll come back and finish off the show strong with more on the on the ice and behind the benches. For now, let's take a break. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans, and that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast, so don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to your life with some great hockey content coming soon. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck or driving to the school to learn something new in life makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game former hockey players coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. 
So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the ice and behind the benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post-game reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Alright, alright, welcome back everyone here to this uh, On the Ice and Behind the Benches episode Two podcast episode of On the Ice of Behind the Edges. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. And of course, joining me, and of course, joining me as always, if you missed it, was Brent Gunning, a host of Leaf Nation post game and pre game show. Of course, as always, I had my brother, who is the host of Sports. Of the Sports for Beginners podcast, we'll have we'll have a bunch of those people. We'll have got we'll have people like them on this show. As as the as the day as the days grow as the days grow by, or as the days go by. But right now, I want to take down. I want to take us down. I want to take us down our lane. Of this episode's final, of course, you can catch the first episode at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, dropping on your favorite podcast platforms. I uh, will get it into Apple Podcasts probably at some point. Maybe not this week. Hopefully next week when we're making our next recordings. But uh, all of that aside, let's show. Let's make. Let's take a look around the NHL. League of Hockey matchups. As we mentioned, the preseason is the preseason is around the corner. 
And of course, you could catch all of these games in action, whether you're listening to them on the radio, at their preferred radio stations, or you can watch them on TV. Check your TV service provider for the games. Currently in the action, we have what looks like, let's have a silk here, here, see, see, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Blue Jackets beginning their first game of the split squad series. It's now 7, there's 7.20 left to go in the first period. We'll get our we'll get we'll get insights on those games as well. Immediately following the second game and happening in an a min, an hour from another an hour from now, it's the Capitals and the Sabres getting their first game of the preseason underway. Should be a good matchup. We have the Avalanche and Wild getting underway. We have the Ducks, the Coyotes, Oilers, the Jets, the Flames, and Canucks are what follow the Penguins and the Blue Jackets. Kings and Sharks. Sportsnet fans. It's the Flames Network. It's the Canucks Network. It's Hockey Night, and it's back on the air. As the Flames and the Canucks are on the are on the airwaves for Sportsnet for Sportsnet coverage later tonight. That's right, Flames and and Canucks fans, check your local listening stations for Canucks Flames. Happening tonight on both Sportsnet 960. You can get those guest broadcasters for the Flames. And you got the, and I'm pretty sure you've got all access feeds into Sportsnet other listening stations. Sportsnet 6560. The fan Vancouver. But before Canucks but before the Canucks even get going, it's time for Canucks hour. So there should be a lot of games going on the airwaves for those teams in the near in the near in the near weeks to the regular season looming. A, a reminder that the ser- that the season gets going regular season gets going next month in October so it should be fun I believe the season gets going on the 7th of October I could be wrong yes it it is between the 7th no, excuse me. The season starts on the 11th of October next month. We will be we will be getting episodes out there as 
as this podcast it comes it comes into your daily podcast every Tuesday. But now that we've gotten all of our distractions out of the way, let's do one final segment that I like to call Talking with Faith. Or that might that I like to call my top nine picks of the NHL of the NHL season to for whom I think make the playoffs this year. And before we and when and when we get and when we get close to closing out, a reminder, I'll I'll touch base with you on my on the ice and behind the benches podcast it is upcoming segment offside or icing. I will touch base with you on that a little later on. But before we get to that segment and the and the finishing and the finish and the finish up of this episode, double header action. Let's get this segment underway called my 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 top I'm going to call it 9. My top 9 NHL hockey teams that I see coming out with a bang this season and could be playoff contenders. I mentioned it with Frank Gunning. I mentioned it with Scott. I we 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 talked a lot about the the Lightnings. We talked a lot about the Leafs. Talked a lot about the Pittsburgh Penguins. But I think number 1 on my list. I think I I think I take a you take a gander at the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've got a little bit of holes in their lines, but if you look, but if you look at them compared to Colorado, you you've got two very good contending teams, and there you go. There's my second one, Colorado Avalanches. I think Colorado will win their division right off the bat. I mean, or I mean, you've got Nathan McKinnon, and why not? Uh, moving right along here, we've got the Maple Leafs as my third favorite. I'm all, I'm obviously all high, I'm all high hopes on the Maple Leafs, and I actually. Went as prescribed earlier on in my conversation with Brent Gunning before we got before we came on the air. I actually went to the game, kind of surprisingly. I went to the first game of the split squad doubleheader, of course. Uh, the score that that day of those games for one Maple Leafs. First game and then four one and then four two senators over the Maple Leafs as a split doubleheader. So lots of good action going on going on on Saturday. The Hall Notes song has not changed, but we're not but we're not talking about that right now. Uh, let let's bring Ottawa in the conversation. There you go. There's my fourth team. I now early on I don't see them winning the Stanley the Stanley Cup this year, but I do see them making a chance of being a playoff contender 
and we and 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 we and I'll dive into more of the Leafs and Battle Ontario Battle of Ontario with the Senators and the Leafs a little later on in another episode. And I and we may and we may and we may and I may touch base with uh, Tim McAuliffe. May touch base with a couple of guys. We're doing some hockey chat, fun chat. Of course, you you could catch me on Sports for Beginners, the podcast airing every Thursday. And you may be able, if you missed the conversation for today's recording, you may get a you may get a conversational podcast snippet of the conversation we had with Scott and Brent from this podcast on the actual Sports for Beginners podcast. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I I think you'll enjoy it. And that is always happening every single Thursday night. Or every single Thursday in your favorite pod in your favorite podcast platforms. We're always recording on Thursdays. Oh boy, where does time go? Uh let's get back here on track here. I got four teams, Ottawa, Maple Leafs, uh Lightning, and I believe if I'm not mistaken, I said Oh yeah, 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 I remember now. But actually, just to recap, Colorado, Lightning, Maple Leafs, and the Senators. Those are my top four right now. Uh, as far as the other nine go, I do see Pittsburgh. They're kind of my fifth team to watch this year. I do see them making a. I'm not ready to write off, but. Crosby right right into the sunset just yet. Uh Claude Giroux, he's he's back home in his home after having some of his best years in the Philadelphia Flyers. You you can make the argument that he will have a good year with the Senators this year. But I honestly but I honestly think that his best years are behind him. I kind of agree with Brent on this. So, yeah, there you go. There you have it there. I do see the, uh, I do see Pittsburgh Penguins becoming a contender. Uh, Flyers is no, it's no exception. They're, they're going to be my ninth team for today, but before we get to the ninth team, and that's the Flyers, I do see Boston as my as a potential sixth team for me. Penguins are number four. Well, without Claude, but without Sidney Ochara, I don't know where Boston really stands in in this. Uh, it, this uh, term of uh, playoff contention, I do see them as a playoff contender. 
sorry in advance if they don't I'm, i'll be sorry in advance if they don't make it but yeah there you go there is my six my five my six my top six teams uh, i believe i said lightning avalanche uh, the leafs and the senators are teams i feel you should watch uh pittsburgh is my fifth Leafs and Senators are the third and fourth. Avalanche and uh, Lightning are my first, second. Let me know what you guys think as we go as we roll along here. Uh, my my sixth, I believe I my fifth, I said it was Pittsburgh. And uh, sixth is uh, it's gotta be the uh, Bruins here. Yeah, Bruins has got to be the sixth. I, 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 this is a tough one. It's, uh, it's a little give and take. It's, uh, St. Louis Blues as my sixth team. Yeah, my sixth team is going to be the St. Louis Blues. Sorry with the Penguins. They're not my sixth team. They're my fifth team. I really, really don't know where Buffalo stands. They're, they're, they're my seventh team. The 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 Oilers are act are in action tonight. I don't currently they kind of sit in my seventh spot, but if they get out to a hot streak as our as our on the ice of Mohan Adventures podcast works out, I do see them as a top notch team. And uh as we as we're speaking, currently the Penguins' first game is in is through one period of play. We'll, we will touch more based on that a little later on. The Edmonton Oilers right now are known as my uh, eighth team. Yeah, eighth team because I already had my seventh team in the uh, Buffalo Sabers, and the Pittsburgh Penguins are a team that I have in number five. Of course, I've got number six with the Bruins. And I got the Blues with number seven. So eight, yeah, so eight is the Edmonton Oilers. And we're actually at the final teams here. So uh, coming in at number number nine for this week, depending on how the preseason goes, uh, I like, I, I like, I like Vancouver's chances. There you go. I got. I, I've, I've got Vancouver as a playoff contention team. There are some holes, but you can make the argument that the Vancouver Canucks won't be the playoff contention team with me. We'll set that up for another argument later on. But when you hear, but, but when you hear what we've talked about with Brent Gunning, uh. And Scott, early on, early on in this podcast, you can make the argument that they may not be playoff contention teams. But I, but I personally, but I, but I, I don't want to say personal. Uh, I believe that Vancouver can come out with a bang, and it, you may make and make, but make no mistake about it: the Kraken are one of the teams. To beat, they 
had an interesting first season and an interesting off season. You but you can make the argument on whoever you think is playoff contention teams. That's gonna do it for this segment of my top nine picks of the and of this year's NHL season. We will have Jason Spencer on this podcast if we can get a hold of him. Because I really do want to have a conversation with him throughout this on the ice and behind the benches podcast. I really do want to have the conversation. Get a few stories out of him. Uh, let it ask him what it was like to go from a rookie to a pro and now a, and now a retired hockey player. We'll, we'll, we will have more conversations like him on this podcast. Uh, before we get back into the swing of things, we'll take our, we'll take, we, no, no, never mind. We won't take no break. I hope you have that energy drink with you in, in place. Because right now, we're going to come fast and furious with the end of the podcast. Talking about my final thoughts on the World Juniors. The NHL's World Juniors thoughts. Which I talked about in the first episode. If you are if you heard. If you're if you already heard it before it actually launched it. I talked a little bit about it from an from the August standpoint. And here we go. Uh, now, early on, and early on, I mentioned that it was kind of a that it was kind of bizarre, as some people would have it. But overall, I think that that the way we finished uh, the World Juniors. This year had it coming, and I'm excited that Canada won it. But on all on all accounts, I'm not. There's not very much that lest I can bring up other than the fact that you had game scores of what when they resumed, you had game scores of pretty good teams. Uh, one of them, I'll touch on one of them, and that was the game between. Let me go down the list here. That was between the Czech Republic and Slovakia team, who put on quite a show. Five goals, four goals. Slovakia opens up scoring with four goals. Opens up a four-goal scoring. But Slovakia, but Czech, but the Czech Republic, 
uh, if I've seen the name right, came out banging with a five goal with a five goal to beat them by one, which is pretty which is pretty amazing. Uh. Even though we had to put it on pause because we were supposed to end it in January. Again, like I said, it was bizarre. But I'm glad it's all over with. Everyone everyone's happy with what with what with what transpired. Uh another game that stuck out to me was from from the Canadian standpoint, that eleven one Slovakia game against uh, Slovakia. Uh, Canada put up huge points in that game. So, obviously, on Slovakia, I understand you guys are not probably happy about that, but it is a new day. And at the end of every day, a game is a game, and a win is a win. So, I'll leave you with that, on that knowledge. It was a tough game, I'm pretty sure. And respect to all the players who were in the World Juniors game. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. I had two games that really stuck out to me. And I would love to talk about I would love to talk about them all. But I really only want to make this as short as it should be. So yeah, it was it was a bizarre. Glad it's over. And there is, but we do have some notification about the 2023 World Juniors, which will be held on Gen- on December 26th till the 5th of January in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And in Monk and Monkton, New Brunswick. So that will be fun to see if we can actually get something going on that World Junior side. We'll we'll see what the teams are. Probably will be the same. Uh, anyway, anywho, that is going to wrap up this edition of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. We'll take one final break before. Closing it out. So keep an energy drink with you. And as always. Let's keep a conversation going. If you feel the podcast deserves a rating and review. Please let me know. Or please please do. Please do so. Tell everyone you know. This podcast is on the air. Every Tuesdays. Uh, we, we will be pre-recording these recordings but the podcast itself will air episodes every Tuesday depending on what time zone you're in you will have episodes every Tuesday if we expand the podcast we might expand it to another day but right now it's just Tuesdays only and only Tuesdays we're recording this podcast on Sunday but don't worry, don't worry. We we got we got we got Tuesday action. Podcast is coming up. The baseball season is in full swing. I'll just put that up as we're getting ready to send our commercial break in the prog in the progress. 
the baseball season is in full swing. Postseason is coming up. Red hot. The football action is underway. We 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 will do, before we close out, we'll double check on our Penguins and Blue Jackets game first of the preseason. Should be great. Should be great action to cover. But yeah, that's gonna do it for this segment. For these two segments. Hope you I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. And if and when we do make it a video conference podcast with uh YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, tell everyone you know on this podcast. It'll be great. It'll be it's been great, it's been great fun starting. I am very excited for what's ahead on this podcast. It, but we will take one final, we'll take one more break, one last break, and we'll wrap it up when, when we come back. This is On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself. Thanks always for, for all, all, thanks always for listening in advance. And thank you for joining us on this edition of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Offside or icing is our next is our final segment of the day, and we'll wrap it up with our traditional goodbye segment. But remember, it is not goodbye; it is until next time. So remember that when we when we get close to wrapping up this episode of the podcast. All right, we'll be back. Are you looking for? Excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike. Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alleytechgroup.wordpress.com It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Hey, hockey fans. With the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, makes On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. 
So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the ice and behind the benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join, to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Alright everyone, welcome back to the All the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. I am your host. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, and now with the NHL preseason underway, we are counting down the days till the NHL season begins, and that is, and it all starts here at school, and it all starts in Scorchbank Arena's case against the Washington Capitals. So it should be fun. So we should have a fun season coming up. Again, that is in the regular season is in October, as it should be. You can always call, you can always catch up on your favorite podcasting platforms. Our next opponent in the preseason is the Montreal Canadiens, who we open up the season with on the road. So it should be fun to watch that game in action. That game that game before our home opener against Washington. Gets going on the 
12th of October. Should be fun to watch that game. It's when it's a Wednesday game. So it should be fun to watch that game unfold. We are in the closing segment, but before we get down to that segment's business, I want to talk a little bit about something not hockey related. Now, the po- with the postseason looming for the Blue Jays, there are conversations going around the room about who do you start for playoffs? Who do you finish the season with in your pitching matchups? I personally like the call that I personally like what we have so far. Jose Barrios, Kevin Gosman, uh, Alec Manoa is my number one starter. I would use. I like that organization right now. And if and if we can make the postseason, we will. I I have I have high hopes that we will make the postseason. But you guys can let me know on. But you guys can let me know on your on your end. But you guys can let me know on your end, what you what you consider the Blue Jays season ending up with. As mentioned, the Leafs won their. The Leafs split their. The Leafs. Back to hockey here. Split their double header of action. As well did the Blue Jays who are playing their final game against the Tampa Bay Rays that is going on right now. We'll check in with that game. And we'll check in with the Pittsburgh Penguins game as we get continued to close out. But right now, Let's close up this podcast episode before we check in with the actions go- the action going on in ho- in both hockey and baseball as we wrap up this podcast episode. A reminder that you can catch us on the Sports for Beginners podcast every Thursday. We're talking everything from all over the sports world and in the sports media. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, and you can feel free to and you can feel free to join the Sports for Beginners community by going to the Facebook page at Sports for Beginner at Sports for Beginners Podcast. I'll 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 bring up I'll bring up the uh chat here and I'll bring and I'll make sure I put that in the chat. It's at w it's www.facebook.com slash sports dash for dash beginners dash podcast www.facebook.com slash sport dash four dash beginners dash podcast. You can get those. That's where you can find their Facebook page. But anywho, let's go on to and now it's 
And let's go on to offside or icing. I'll, I'll be honest, guys. There, there were plays that I could put in to start us off on on the on on the ice and behind the benches, offside or behind the or icing segment here. But there wasn't. But I didn't really have. But I don't really have any audio of those plays right away. But when I do, but when when the season does start, there will be video evidences of some hockey plays. So keep it in mind how it how it works. As I mentioned in my earlier episode from uh, the kickoff, the way it will work is I'll have a total of six plays, six plays. And it is your and it is your job and my job to figure out if the play was either offside or icing. <whistles> All right, that's <laughs> that's the offside or icing segment review re- review just on how it will work. I'm excited to continue this podcast. And keep and keep the train rolling. We'll have other people like Brent Gunning and my brother on this podcast because we got a great lineup of we got a great line of episodes that we want to bring out onto this podcast. And I will be promoting this podcast as and in any way I can. If you've got questions, answer. I've got it. I've got some answers. And you want to get in touch with me any way you can, visit, look me up on Instagram. That's T-M-O-O underscore. If you feel the need to just find me on, to just talk with me on Twitter, you can find me at my Twitter handle, Thomas J, or my Twitter handle is at Thomas J McGregor. I will be putting out a on the ice and behind the benches Facebook page myself in due time. But as for right now, it is time we wrap up this podcast and before we do here's i want to give you a little bit of a horn sound effect from my experience at leafs nation's first game in this what i hope you enjoy from outside the top from outside tom from outside the on the the on the ice and behind the benches podcast studio from located from an located from arenas stadiums NHL arenas OHL arenas you name you name it I am Thomas McGregor saying 
Thanks for listening. If you feel this podcast deserves a rating or review, please rate the podcast and feel free to send us a review. Let us know let us know how we're doing. And I hope we're not we're not talking too much for you, keeping it keeping it keeping it straight to the point. This is Thomas McGregor signing off, but always but please be but please be reminded that it is not goodbye it is only goodbye for the episodes and it is until next time that we see each other and it is until the next time that we see each other i will we we will be we will be on the air for another tuesday podcast of on the ice and behind the benches so it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Here is the horn. From my experience at Scotiabank Arena. During the split squad victory over the Ottawa Senators. 4-1 victory. Horn. I'll catch you down the road and see and remember it is not goodbye. It is until next time. See you see you around. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com.